Hello, I'm Deb Han. Welcome to Ambassadors, the podcast. I firmly believe we're all here in service of each other in some way, shape or form. For some, it's to teach, others to help, for some to make, and for others to sell what you make. I could go on, but bottom line, we're all part of a rich tapestry of life and we each contribute to our own patch of the weave. Some do this with more conviction than others. Now, if like me, you're fascinated and inspired by the works of people, then you're so in the right place. Ambassadors is a podcast rich in conversations and messages dedicated to bring faith into focus. And by faith, no, we're not going to church, unless you're referring to the my body is a temple kind. Because for me, faith is about finding and then following answers in the heart. See what I did there? Finding answers in the heart. That's faith. So listen to the stories and experiences of those who have found and then followed their heartfelt answers. Allow their stories to inspire your own version of what's possible. Because if they can do it, so can you. Let their story show you a way forward. Enjoy. If there was ever going to be an episode that epitomised finding and following answers in the heart, faith-fueled style, then this is it. Even the way the episode came to be. Because it happened that I was just wandering through my living room one Saturday afternoon and <laughs> love how I made that sound like it's this massive expanse. But you know what I mean, Tim. I walked in one door and out the other as I wandered through my living room. The TV was on in the background and I happened to notice this these classic cars being featured and this really dynamic woman that was, you know, driving this whole conversation. And I thought, wow, what a great, what a great story this would this would make for ambassadors. So I jumped online and I tracked down this amazing woman and she is indeed. I can't wait for you to meet Tracy Walker. She is a genuine gift. She is a classic woman in and of herself. And we're gonna meet Blanche, who is the original classic old girl on the road so that's just a snippet there is so much more to this amazing woman so we're going to hear about her ability to story tell and the stories behind the stories and the stories behind the girls themselves the cars the cars on the road strap yourselves in team you know safety belts all of that kind of deal nearest exit might be behind you or beside you i don't know i'm being silly but listen seriously Enjoy, 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 enjoy. See you on the other side. Hello, Tracy. How are you? I'm very well today. Thank you, Deb. How are you? Awesome. How's life up there in uh, Bris Vegas? Good, good. Looks like we might be getting a Friday afternoon storm, which we love. Ah. Do you know, I'm... I'm in Adelaide, as you know, and we had one of the most spectacular lightning storms I have seen in a very long time earlier this week. It it was amazing. And it went on for hours. Like, seriously, I'm not exaggerating. It went on for 
two, three hours. It was wow. just turn the TV off and just sit there and take in the vista. It, it was just the most amazing offering from Mother Nature. Really amazing. So wow, that's that's a good long one. Ours usually come and go pretty quickly. Yeah, no, but yeah, like I said, it was really unusual. It was sort of um, just kept rolling and rolling. <laughs> And you saw these amazing thunderclaps are right on your roof, you know, <laughs> and a couple of those. Anyway, okay, let's not talk about the weather, right? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> All right, so Lisa, what I um, what I do want to talk to you about, and what I'm most inspired about you is, um, it's, it's, and it's such a gorgeous. Uh, thing we hear so much about blokes and their cars and whatever else but we don't hear so much about women in their cars and we hear even less about women and classic cars and of course that's um that's what you do right that's what I stumbled across yes. yeah I love I love that you said stumbled across that's so yeah, cool there's a very passionate um mob of women out there who who own and drive classic cars so before we get into this, this classic car conversation, can you tell me a little about this, the stumbling process? How is it that you came to stumble across this classic car connection? Well, I've always fancied old cars myself, but I would never say I was even an enthusiast or mm. obsessed or anything like that. I just know that they would always take my eye if I saw them um, along the road. And I had had old cars myself, but I never mixed with anyone else that had old cars. Um, anyway, I had a Mark II Cortina. I'd had it for four years and it was coming up to 2017, which made Blanche, my Mark II Cortina, uh, turning 50. So I decided to have a little party for her, for her 50th birthday. That's and um, so I sort of wondered, uh, how am I going to find people that have got old cars? And you know what, I, I'm just not exactly sure what led to, I think I just started a Facebook page and started going to a couple of, coffee and car meets and handing out little flyers and doing a bit of filming and that sort of thing. And just from a very small group, it started to grow and grow. I got a bit of media coverage, um, ABC Radio Brisbane did an interview with me and it really grew from there. And um, there's been quite a bit of media coverage. So every time there's media coverage, I get more and more Facebook likes and more and more inquiries. And the Facebook page is nearly up to about 2,000 followers and 85% of them would be women. Wow. Yeah. It, now, it's, that's actually a really important distinction because I know you, you call your group old girls on the road, right? Correct. And so... That just just that we can think it's it's women, right? But it's not just women, is it? The, the old girls you refer no, to right. is the cars. So many people refer to their cars as the as girls, she's. Um, yeah. And yeah. So so really, it was a little play on words um, for me. 
I don't mind being referred to as an old girl because, you know, I see girls as being under 14. Um, so anyone over 14 to me is an old, if, <laughs> old girl, if they've got that, um, you know, that kind of that girlish, fun, not quite grown up Peter Pan kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, the they're spirit of play is alive and well. They've still got a bit of the girl in them, but they're old. So yeah. for me, old girls was perfectly acceptable. Some some ladies have, you know, a very clear to say, no, it's about the cars, it's about the cars. But yeah. um, I like the play on words. It's old girls, old girls on the road. So it's the cars and it's us. And, you know, the majority of women in the group that have got old cars are around about the 40, 40 age group, 40 to 50. I think it's when women um, have uh, finished the bulk of their child rearing and can start thinking about something they want to do and probably have a little bit of a more disposable income that they can that they can spend on cars so yeah and a little a little more disposable time it's, it's sort of you know less about mum's taxi and you know they right, <laughs> right for sure but we do have quite a nice handful of younger younger ladies that are involved you know around the 30 30 years so it's just great it's actually great a lot of people uh, the ladies comment on how it's really lovely when we have our get-togethers that they can turn their head one way and be talking to a 25-year-old and then turn their head the other way and be talking to a 75-year-old. And that's one of the things I absolutely love about the group is, is particularly getting to know some of the older women. Their stories are just amazing. Yeah, absolutely. That, just is that whole... Um, it's that whole sisterhood connection, right? Where and I don't know that we necessarily do that so well, you know, in our in our days of sort of you know social media and you know that whole modern online connection. So I think these kind of connections, like you say, when you can you turn your head one way and then the other, and there you are face to face sharing these stories in that whole human experience piece. That's, uh, that's amazing. I just love it that we've yeah. taken it away from the screen and yeah. that we regularly and, um, you know, we get out there and actually do things rather than just uh, talk about it and show off pictures and say, show offy things and that sort of thing. We're, we're out there doing it. We're out there meeting and getting in our cars and driving for an hour or two and, and yeah, getting on the road. So, so do tell me a little about this being on the road. What are some of the gatherings that you do? How do you create these connections for? Right. Well, um, you know, I've got a lifetime of administration behind me. So I'm a whiz on the database. I've got a database of women that I now send newsletters out to. So any events that we're having, apart from just, you know, putting it up on Facebook, I send them uh, newsletters. Right. So we have we have girly runs. We um, uh, so that's we meet, uh, and I think the most we've had meetings so far has been twenty six cars. So we'll meet somewhere, and we'll all just drive in convoy somewhere, uh, usually to a little pub for lunch, and from have lunch, have a good old um, chat. And from there, we usually go our own separate ways. So we usually do that on a Sunday. Um, that's that's my kind of fun. 
Yeah. Um, I love the driving aspect of it. And there's many, many of the women who, who love to just do the drives. A lot of the ladies also like to get along to car shows and that sort of um, things. Uh, we haven't done much of that as a group. Um, really just because I'm more inclined to like to go for a drive myself. So if I'm organising it, I organise something I like doing. Which oh, is absolutely. Cool. And, and I think that's that's part of the part of the richness when you create that sense of connection. Sure, you, you bring them together. And, and I can only imagine that over, over these lunches at the small pubs and whatever else, that's where, you know, those that love the, was like, you know, the coffee and shine kind of meets and so on, well, they They'll, yeah, they'll look, get those invitations and find out about lovely. them. But, you know, that's, that's what's lovely so cool watch, about it. It's lovely to watch some of the women who who start to form strong friendships with, with each other. You know, I mean, they're still obviously part of the group, but you can see them um, catching up at other times independently and that sort of thing. And that's what I that's what I love, that I've sort of had a hand in creating new friendships for everyone. Great. I love that. That's just so, you know, thick of the weave, you know, that whole tapestry of life stuff. We all come together in service of each other in some way, shape or form. So it's love that you create, it's great that you create those um, connections. Tell me, um, because apart from, apart from these convoys, which I'm pretty sure turn heads as you cruise up and down yeah. the various highways. <laughs> yes, indeed. I can only imagine the looks that you must get and actually, you know, the joy that you would that you would spark wherever you, you go to because, um, you know, like you said yourself, you, you, the classic cars used to catch your eye and probably still do. So they um, turn heads and, and people get their phones out and take photos all the time and... Um, it's funny when we pull up somewhere because they're, most people are checking out the cars, but then you notice that the blokes are sort of looking around and thinking, oh, where's, where's the bloke? You know, yeah. There's no bloke getting out of this car. Um, and we, we arrive like a big gaggle of geese and <laughs> waddle into the pub. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, speaking of the whole, you know, sparking joy, as Marie Kondo would say, that... Um, you you can't you know you keep the good times going because you've got this calendar piece that you've inspired as well. What can you that's, tell me about that? Look, I'm a um, inherent storyteller. I, I wrote. I've been a writer for a long time. So as soon as I started doing this, I started thinking story, story, and wow. you know I started collecting little questionnaires off these women, and I started seeing all the wonderful stories that they all had. Uh, so I got the idea very early in the piece that I might start documenting, documenting everything we did. So with Blanche's birthday party, I sort of, uh, I created a little video to build the momentum of the birthday party and that involved um, me inviting some of the ladies I'd met out to a local pub and I handed them personally handed them invitations and then we went to a few locations and we we filmed ladies getting their invitations out of their letterbox and getting all excited about this event that they had to go to. So I filmed all that and then when we had the party, I filmed all that uh, and that was that was fun because a girlfriend had made this most spectacular looking birthday cake for Blanche and we had champagne and we had a band playing 
So there was, and all the cars, we had about 14 cars just in the car park right next to the venue. So it was very, very visual and just fantastic to, to film and document. Um, and yeah, so that was, that was the first little foray into actually filming and documenting what I was doing. And then after that was all over, I, I realised what a wealth of entertaining stories and women yeah. I've come into contact with. So I decided I, you know, I wanted, it started off, I wanted to do a documentary. Um, and I soon found out that that was going to be quite difficult first up anyway. Um, and that really someone like myself with no experience was going to have a lot more uh, success and a lot more well achievement in approaching a YouTube, doing something on YouTube. Brilliant. So I decided to, um, to, to pitch a, a YouTube series or something that might work on, say, iView, you know, little 10-minute episodes, 10 to 15-minute episodes. And I actually pitched my idea to ABC and um, they, they took it to two development meetings. So I was pretty chuffed with that. Wow. They decided not to take it in the end. They felt just at the time they had some stronger uh, projects to work with. But the, the development uh, coordinator at ABC was really encouraging and she gave me some very positive feedback, all of which I took on board. Um, but bottom line, she said, look, you really should do that calendar. And so I thought, oh, yeah, I will, you know, I'll do that. And then I started thinking, well, hang on, if I'm going to all these women's places to take a photo for the calendar, why not get together a film crew and just film it anyway yeah. and do these YouTube series? So I, you know, I recruited, I was lucky I knew how, where to recruit some filmmakers from because I worked in the industry, just in an admin role, but in the industry. So I got some young film graduates together um, who were all keen to jump on board and do it for love. Uh, not a uh, you know, they didn't get paid. Uh, they all jumped on board and did it for love and for a bit of experience in a project that they thought had legs or wheels, shall we say. <laughs> um, so we did, we had, I think it was 13 weeks all up, nearly every weekend we did a shoot, which was usually about six hours on, on a Saturday or a Sunday. Um, uh, and it usually involved a bit of a drive. We, we kept it to within sort of an hour and a half drive of Brisbane. Um, so we traveled a bit of road around Southeast Queensland to get the films, but yeah, 13 weeks, um, one, one weekend after another, we started uh, getting all the footage for these uh, little episodes and then started editing them and um, eventually got to the stage where we were ready to, to launch them onto YouTube. And it was, it was just such a huge learning curve. And these young film graduates, despite them coming on board to get a bit, bit of experience, I think it was myself and probably my partner who's been at my side for everything I've done who, who learnt the most and really, really learnt a huge amount. Wow. 
That is, that is so cool. I wonder, you know, in all of that, because, you know, you would have met such an eclectic gathering of women. I mean, and, and sure that that link is their uh, classic car piece, but does, does yes. one or two stories like, you know, really sort of stand out as a real... Oh, yeah, look, um, the Ms. December. Now, Ms. December... I was a little bit daunted by the shoot. It was one of the last ones we did, but on paper, I hadn't met Ruth, but on paper, I was really struggling to find what it was I was going to focus on with her interview. I hadn't fully had the goosebump moment when I was reading her questionnaire, but she had a gorgeous uh, pink little Datsun Fair Lady, and I really wanted a um, sports car in the series so I just I just had faith that you know we'd get there and it would all pan out fine uh, and it turned out to be she's just the most vivacious entertaining woman and told so many great stories it was um she did, we were just laughing the whole time we were with her so that was an interesting one because as I said on paper I, I struggled to find oh what am I going to talk about with yeah. with with Ruth and that it turned out really well. And then um, there was another one that um, Ms. September, I think she was, Sandy with Pink Charger, she was very reluctant. She actually said, oh, I'm a very quiet person. I'm a very private person. I don't think I can do this. But I loved her story. Um, she was 72 or 73. Wow. And so cool because she, she still she she got into YouTube and all new dance music and all this sort of thing. She was a bit of a, a music lady and that, you know, there was a, a bond there over that. But she said, oh, no, I think I'm too shy. And somehow I managed to cajole her into doing it. And her interviews were just some of the warmest we had. She really opened up and kind of couldn't help but be honest, honest with us and tell us some really... Um, deep feelings of hers so that wow. was a that was a treat to do what a too. gift that's a such a cool gift and please tell me please tell me that um well firstly let me acknowledge you for um you know using the resources in your hand like you know just you know running with the youtube thing even though you've got a a no not now on the documentary front through the through the abc but you, you know you still followed through and did something on on youtube and you did the mm -hmm. calendar it's all, they're all seeds right they go they can go somewhere <laughs> But please tell me the documentary piece is still alive and that you, you know. It's more alive now. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I have started um, preparing some notes. Uh, one of the editors who came on board the series in the sort of second half, it ended up being two, two lots of six episodes. We had to take a break in the middle. Um, but uh, one of the editors I got on, oh my God, she just she just got it. And working with her was so easy. And she always said to me, you know, if you do anything else, let me know. And I said, well, you know, at the back of my head, there's a documentary. Um, so I've started making some notes and gathering all the bits of footage and all that sort of thing that will make her life easier, labelling and filing and all that sort of thing. I, I haven't approached her yet. I have no idea what she's doing at the moment, um, but I will approach her. I've 
sort of picked up a few editing skills myself, but she's so much better. Yeah, that's great when you get the resources to come on board and mm. you know, like you've inspired those that have done it for the love so far. So, you know, no, no doubt you'll, you'll keep drawing that to you. And it's, you know, I listen to you and I just, I can, I know you've done, um, so far it's been about sharing the the stories of the of the owners of the cars and I I, I wonder about you know, these classic cars I mean they would have a history of their own I mean even you know if the cars could talk kind of routine I could just I could see a thread oh, there in the documentary too you know so my word look some of the stories uh, Ruth who I was talking about before um, her and her husband have quite a collection of cars and um, they they bought this one car and hubby was out the back fiddling with it just after they bought it and he called out to her he said Ruth Ruth come here and she got down there and he um he said I think this is I think this is your car this is the car that you know or my car I forget what it was but it was some their car that they'd had years before so the oh my car, goodness really I know. yes they, they and and then um there was another woman who um she had a triumph stag and she was a single mum when she had her baby so she got pregnant and the partner left and left her as a single mum, so she thought, oh, I better sell this old car. And then um, years later, when her child had grown to be 18 and looking for a car, um, again, called out, hey, mum, mum, is this your car? No way. And it was in the classifieds he was looking, where he was looking for a, a car. Oh, my goodness, so that is hilarious. She bought it back and um, she's still got it. Wow. That's yes. amazing. So stories like that crop up all the time. It is amazing. Refound cars. Actually, I saw on um, uh, Facebook the other day, a woman was reunited with her old Tirana. It had been stolen. Yes, I saw, yes I saw that. Yes. I saw that 27 years later, the cops found it. <laughs> and um, she was reunited with it. Yeah. That's incredible. So, listen, one of the things that... Um, you know this this whole conversation. Like I know you you're doing a lot within Queensland. Do you do you, any, do you have any plans or visions to uh, you know extend be beyond Brisbane, like anywhere else in Australia, or have, like or uh, yeah. international uh, even? Did um, about a month ago have started a a Sydney group because uh, one of the ladies was down there and she gets along to a lot of car shows, so she's going to sort of start recruiting a few members down that way I also have a uh, separate Toowoomba group so some some women approach me and say oh is there a group in Melbourne and I just say no well there's not but you're quite welcome to start one I'll give you a few tips um, so that's how those two have started but really um, my dream is to take this little idea and go traveling internationally with it in particular to cuba where of course oh my goodness the, the place of classic cars yeah. um, um that would be that would my be my dream when we're allowed to travel overseas again post covid 19 yeah <laughs> it's it's on its way out <laughs> 
as, as 2020 finishes, we're going to close the door behind it, I'm sure. Well, I'd love to think so. But I know. I we can dream. Going real well, is it? No, it's um. Anyway, let's not dwell. Let's let's just leave yep. that. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, yeah. We'll just keep dreaming. We'll just keep you know keep dreaming and put the, all the good seeds out there and. Um, but yeah, that would be awesome to take this to her, to uh, to Cuba would be amazing because it's yeah, classic cars is their world, right? Yes, yeah. It's um, look, and when I when I started doing this, I had to have a, a bit of a think and wonder whether I was more interested in the classic cars or the storytelling, and. I guess I decided maybe I didn't even have to make that differentiation, but um, uh, you know, it's it's the storytelling that that I do love. I have to say that I'm I'm passionate about. Yeah, I, I was I was going to say is it you know, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Like you said, you don't have to make that distinction because one serves the other so beautifully. It's you know they're they're just so beautifully hand in glove. You've got this wonderful yeah. passion That's and interest in classic cars and. What a beautiful forum and platform that provides for your storytelling gift as well. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, everything came together. <laughs> love it. I so love it. So in your wildest dreams, I know you said about you know being able to take it on the road or take it international, but you know, is there do you have a in your wildest dream kind of vision for old girls on the road? Is there anything that would really uh, look, I would just like to see it continuing on and bringing women together. Yeah. really even even if i'm not at the helm all the time i'm sure someone will will would pick it up and just keep going with it because all the women involved just say it's just great to get with the women that are like-minded um and a little bit away from the male sort of domination of it um and look most of them happily slip into that into that side of things as well there's not really we haven't we haven't had much prejudice or um narkiness or anything like that for men most most men are usually really encouraging we've found and um yeah so but but Nonetheless, these women love to get together and just 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 chat on that kind of level. I so love it. I think it's just such an inspiring concept and idea. And I I absolutely salute you, Tracy. I think you know, good on you for just you know following that that spark, you know, that sort of that intuition, that answer in the heart kind of routine that that yeah. I go on about. <laughs> but, uh, and look, I guess what you were asking before about where I see it going is, I guess, to I would like to see um, the filmmaking and the storytelling side of it uh, progress further. Um, the I did. I had a friend, uh, one of our musician friends, approached me a while back and said, "Oh, would you do a video clip for me?" And I thought, "Oh my God." Like, wow. oh, you know, and then I, I just said to myself, say, say yes, say yes, yeah. say yes, you'll do it. Uh, <laughs> he was offering me some money to do it. And I said, look, I'm not going to take money first. It's the first time I've done one. So I'm not going to take money. I'll just do it. Um, and 
I did it and it was the most fun. <laughs> um, again, it was a whole new learning experience because I had to sync his um, uh, vocals up with the with the film clip and, and that sort of thing. But um, I'd, I'd like to see just more of that sort of thing come along and land in my plate without me having to go <laughs> yeah. um, selling my soul too much. Yeah, that is awesome. That is that is such an exciting opportunity. And and like you say, who knows what kind of you know creative sparks might sort of you know um, you know magnetize to you off the off the back of you. Just the more you share what you're doing, the more the stories yes. that you yeah. share. Who knows what opportunities come forward? So. Tell me, or tell us, if you will, to our to our listening group. If anybody has these creative ideas and think oh, either they'd like to be a part of it, or um, or they'd like to, you know, get in contact with you because they want to have you in their film clip or whatever the case may be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do they find you, Tracy? Okay, I've got a website, oldgirlsontheroad.com.au pretty easy to find and there's all sorts of uh, contact forms and information up there about um, what I'm up to. Great and you've got a newsletter too that people can subscribe to if they want to find out about your events and and, and so on. It's sort of a little bit more centered well it gets a lot of information for the local ladies but I let anyone who wants to be on that newsletter mailing list can be and they can do that through the website as well and I've actually put out t-shirts this year so there's t-shirts oh Um, look at you getting into the merchandise I am I am Um, I'm not going to make a million dollars that way either I'm I'm destined to be a poor artist I think So I hope to maybe do a calendar every second year and and maybe a T-shirt every alternate year and, you know, I've got an idea of doing a a book with all these profiles and gorgeous pictures I've collected along the way. So, you know, I don't know how I'm all going to fit it in. (laughs) So it it will just come together as it's meant to. but carried away in a box. Well, <laughs> did not say that. I'm quite in life, so yeah, I've got to squeeze a lot into into my new phase. Beautiful. Um, listen, Tracy, I'm going to watch with interest, and uh, I, I thank you so much for making the time to hang out with me today and oh, to to share the old girls on the road story. It's just, I think it's just such a inspirational offering. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you. Well, um, people can check out. YouTube, Facebook, and my website. We're all over it. I'm going to drop all all the links into the show notes and people can get onto it. Thank you, Tracy. Have an awesome day. Thanks, Deb. Bye-bye. Thank you. I'm Deb Han, and this has been Ambassadors, the podcast. I trust you enjoyed this message. For more episodes like this one, Subscribe, rate and share. And to discover your own faith fueled mission statement, pop on over to the debhan.com site and follow the prompts. I'd so love to hear about your experience. Stay in touch between Ambassador episodes by following me, Deb Han, on Instagram or Facebook. And by the way, that's Han, H-A-N-N. Okay, so sure, come find us on Instagram or Facebook. And if there's someone's story you'd like to hear, or drop me a line. I'll do my best. Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, keep the faith.